Hi, everybody. Oh, my gosh. It's springtime. First day of spring. How are you? I'm so glad you guys are tuning in. Of course, when I see spring, I think summer, and that means I think bikinis, and you got to get ready. you got to start working out. I know I need to ramp it up. And it brings me to this. You know, rapper and record producer Jay-Z is known for his wildly successful work in the music industry, but he's also proven himself to be a very shrewd investor, placing money in small startups in exchange for a piece of the action. So talk about action. Last year, we brought you the story of the Lit Method, started by gym goers Justin and Taylor Norris. They started this fitness enterprise that caught the attention of Jay-Z, who plowed money into Lit's workout machine, which works 86% of your muscles from one single seated position. So since their debut on Everyone Talks to Liz, they have expanded exponentially, and now their product can be found on the shelves of retail giant Target, and they've just launched their first franchise. The story of how this husband and wife duo landed one of the biggest names in music, and quite frankly, business investment, is something anyone with aspirations needs to hear. Justin and Taylor, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on Everyone Talks to Liz. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having us, Liz. Oh, it's, it's so great to have you. And, you know, when, when you have a physical injury, that's where I want to start, Justin. Go back to the accident. You were a star baseball football player at a young age, right? Yes, I was. I was an athlete at heart. I've been an athlete my entire life. So suffering a life-threatening injury was a very difficult road to come back from. Tell me about that accident. First of all, what happened? How did it happen? And how bad did it get? How close did you get to a really dangerous, life-threatening moment? So this is definitely uh, the biggest thing that's ever happened personally in my life as far as an injury goes. So I cut my main artery how? four times. A piece of glass fell on me. My oh. parents were in their home. I came around the corner. The only thing that stopped the glass from actually going all the way through, it went all the way pure down to the bone. Um, the actual edge of the mirror, it didn't have a border on it. And it hit me at an angle and cut right from the very top of my wrist all the way throughout my forearm, close to my elbow. Uh, severing my main artery, four tendons. Um, I was immediately rushed to the hospital um, and I had multiple blood transfusions. I had to actually have two different surgeons come into the room uh, because my main artery snapped so high in my bicep. They came out after four hours and asked both my parents if they could amputate my arm. And your parents said? Absolutely not. Go back in and try again. Um, and during the second time with the second surgeon, they were able to locate my main artery, my bicep, pull it down um, and save my arm. Oh, my gosh. But it would never be the same, right? It's still not the same. Um, it was a long road to recovery. I spent between 16 and 18 months in physical therapy uh, trying to gain mobility back. Um, the saddest part about that story is I was an avid baseball player. The second I picked up a baseball to go throw it. Uh, after I threw it one time, I just knew right then and there that 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 door has been closed. Oh, God. What was that like when you realized, wait a minute, the things that made me happiest being out there and, and playing sports and actually excelling at them would not ever really happen again? It was absolutely devastating, but I think I've carried this message throughout a young age and throughout my career is 
when you work out with the lid, it's never about looking good. It's about feeling good. It's more about the mental benefits. And so overcoming that at such a young age, I really believe in mental strength and, and having that and using that to overcome obstacles that you're Mm -hmm. faced with key to any business, any relationship. Uh, and that's really what we lean heavy on in our brand messaging and, and personally, uh, how I construct a class is it's always about looking, I'm feeling good, never about looking good. Well, so after rehab and physical therapy is, is what brought you to what eventually would become the LIT method, and that stands for low impact training, correct? And and so you started with low impact exercises, and that is when you met Ms. Taylor. Taylor, now Norris, who was a personal trainer. What happens there? Was it immediate uh, kismet? Um, it was, you know how they say it's love at first sight, Liz? It was literally love at first sight. At I'm, the gym. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Los Angeles. The first day I got there, I met Taylor. Um, and we've going on 10 years. And I think during that entire time of our relationship, we've been separated maybe a few days. Yeah. Uh, it's we crazy. Glued together at the hip, literally. Well, Taylor, you suffered injuries yourself. So this was a passion of yours as well. How did the two of you have that cosmic crash and realize, wait a minute, your peanut butter went in my chocolate, my pe- like Reese's peanut butter cup, uh, you know, commercial. This is really going to be something. I, I think I saw, I just saw the way Justin was training his clients and how he was doing a different approach. All the other trainers at the gym would obviously put their clients on the big, you know, weight stacks. And he was using resistance bands and doing d- different functional movements. And I was very interested in that. Obviously then he, you know, trained me under his wing to be a personal trainer. But I think that was like a really big differentiator is just like training differently and actually seemed much smarter at the time. Um, since, you know, I was a, an avid tennis player, a swimmer, and I had several injuries. I feel like everyone's injured. Mm-hmm. So how can you do something for a long period of time and not get injured? And that's what I really love, you know, the way he was training people. Well, then what was the the spark for the lit method and its creation, Justin? So really it was about the results and it was about the testimonials. It was about the clients and what they were saying and what was happening to their body, to their minds when they started to train with me in a specific philosophy, no running, no jumping, no weights. If you come to, um, you know, a male that's been an athlete his whole life. And I tell you, Hey, you can't do weights anymore. You can't run these things that you've learned to love how's that really going to register with them? And I just would tell people, trust me, give me 30 to 45 days. We're going to increase your strength. We're going to focus on longevity. We're going to give you a a roadmap to never getting hurt again. And I think that's really when it started to change. And I started to understand, and this goes to Taylor. She was looking at me. She's like, every time you train someone, you go off the same format, compound movements first, isolation exercises. She just started to look at the way I was training people. Um, and trust me when I tell you, Taylor's really the whole brains behind this whole operation. She was like, this is the lit method. This is, this is lit. Um, and that's how it was born. That's the term my son uses for so cool. Lit. <laughs> this is Everyone Talks to Liz, and we'll be right back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates 
candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clayman. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clayman right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clayman. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Taylor, many people would say, hey, I've got a great client roster. They come, they they depend on me. This is good enough for me. I'm making a decent living. It's a whole different ball game to say, let's start a business. How did that come together? What was the genesis of that? <laughs> it's a funny story. Justin wanted to start a gym. He wanted like a, a regular gym. And I was like, we're not doing a gym. There's no way we can see and help as many people as possible with a gym. So we, at the time, you know, class pass and there was, you know, soul cycle was very, very popular. And we were like, Hey, how do we see more people and help more people instead of doing one-on-one training? And that was group fitness. So I, it was in 2016, we opened up our 800 square foot, you know, group fitness studio. We maxed out our credit cards. We did the build out ourselves. We did all of these things to get it open. And I think within the first 30 days we were waitlisted and, you know, AP picked us up. A lot of different media outlets picked us up because we were just doing things really differently, but still in a very cool setting, like similar to the other competitors out there. And I think just touching off what Taylor said, you know, I had a wait list of 15, 20 clients that were trying to get into see me. I was doing 80 hours, 90 hours a week. Taylor was doing 60 or 70 hours a week. And I think it took a lot and really believed in the vision to walk away from the business that we just spent years making and saying, we're starting something completely new. We see something here and we believe in what we can do uh, and taking that leap of faith and 100% bootstrapped. I think that just says a lot about how much we truly believe in the vision and what we're trying to create. A lot of people these days say, gimme. Give me this. Give me the leg up without me having to work on it. When you guys max out your credit cards, that's got to trigger some sleepless nights. <laughs> it, it definitely triggers some sleepless nights. And I think I learned this at a young age. Uh, at 16 years old, I was actually homeless and I had to put myself through school and things like that. So my whole kind of philosophy is, you know, be the hardest worker in the room. Uh, show up every single day, work as hard as possible and stay true to your core values and your vision and don't focus on the money, focus on actually helping people. And I think that's what's really gotten us this far. Well, clearly that experience at 16 formulated at least a foundation for you. How did you find yourself in that position and have the wherewithal and the mental strength to fight through it? So I think, um, you know, a lot of different things took place to get me in that specific situation. But for me to overcome it, it always comes back to that injury and, and always telling myself, if I can get through this, I can get through anything. And Taylor can speak on this as well. Everything that happens to us, it can be even with Jay-Z backing the brain, anything that happens to us, we we can get through it. We can get through it. Uh, we perform best when pressure's on. So that's really how we approach everything. When I ran the New York City Marathon once, I did it not for the health benefits because I've always loved working out. I did it because I wanted to break out of a mental mold that I was in, which was going to work, coming home, going to work, coming Mm -hmm. home. You know, I had two little kids and I felt that my career was stalling. So I wanted to do something that people had told me I couldn't do, which was run a long distance because I was born with scoliosis, curvature of the spine. Okay, now I realize why they told me don't do that. 
because I actually <laughs> did it and my right hip has never been the same. So there are, as, as Taylor said, people, legions of people who have all been injured, whether they're top athletes or not. So my, my question to you is, what can LIT do for somebody like me? Why would I stop going to my regular gym where I do do resistance stuff and I, I go on the elliptical and I do the machines, et cetera? Why would I drop all of that and do the LIT method? So the LIT method is it's really changing the way you approach fitness and it's all driven by injury prevention. And so when you talk about a pre-existing injury, you come into our ecosystem and you start to train a differently way. You really focus on correcting muscle imbalances. You focus on correcting posture. And then, you know, our proprietary technology that we're launching is really going to be driven on training smarter, not harder, looking at your user patterns. So if you have a right hip issue, if you have a low back pain, we're going to start to really target those areas, incorporate foam rolling, incorporate myofascial release, static and dynamic stretching, those things that your body really needs. And then when you go to a big box gym or a group fitness studio, it's really difficult to do so. And so with our method and our machine, mm -hmm. that's where we're you just mentioned yeah. proprietary equipment. You launched in 2020, I believe, the Lit Strength Machine. And this is an all-in-one, what, Pilates reformer. There's a water rower, strength trainer. Didn't you have to file patents? I, I talk to people who file patents. They say it is a nightmare, very difficult. How did you fight through that for your very first time tackling something like that? So we were lucky since we had the group fitness studio ready. We were we were actually you know, brainstorming, Dustin and I, and we were like, okay, how do we reach an even bigger audience now? So what we wanted to do is create our own products. I have a background in design. I went to Parsons. And mm. so what we came up with is, hey, how do we create our own, you know, product that we can use as basically the base, the base of our method, which is based on physical therapy and injury preventions with resistance bands and water rowing machines. So we created the strength machine and we tested it inside of our studio for a full year, getting user feedback from all of our clients in real time. They're like, this needs to be changed, or I would love this, or this hurts my back, or this doesn't hurt my back. And we basically created the perfect machine that met all of our needs under the method. And that's how we were able to get the patents and, and you know work through all of that is because we had you know, we, we launched in 2020, but we really started working on this in 2018. Two years. This is, <laughs> this is the story that I need to hear. So you guys uh, started at the drawing board, threw out designs, started again, right, Justin? I mean, you this know, is not an easy process. I, I think a lot of people look at the way we're able to launch in the pandemic. And I think for us, uh, you know, it's always been about the vision. And when we come back and right when our group fitness studio gain success. Uh, my first thought is, hey, let's expand, let's franchise. And Taylor said, it's all about the products. Like the farther we can reach the masses and really build a global community, that's just how we're going to make a real impact. And that's how we're going to create our own category. You know, CrossFit, you know, yoga, you know, Pilates. That is what we're trying to achieve with Lit is our own category. And so, you know, this is years in the making. And I, I look back at the things that we have written on our whiteboard and it's, you know, make a product that can allow people to feel and function at their very best. And that has been on our desk since 2016, 2017. And it's, it's so true to this day. The world, though, is littered with companies that f went wild and then flamed out. I am thinking of Flywheel because I was a Flywheel devotee. I went mm -hmm. whatever city I was in. I watched them expand, expand. I thought it was the coolest thing. And then I got a Peloton for my birthday 
and you know, I'm on the East Coast. Who wants to get up at five in the morning, bundle up in the, the dead of winter and schlep somewhere? But I love that sort of group feeling. It eventually fell by the wayside and Peloton killed Flywheel. And now Peloton's getting in trouble because the pandemic's over and what was a real generator for their attraction has, has you know, made life a little difficult for them. How do you avoid or at least compete with other at-home equipment like Peloton or, or say, the Mirror? I think what makes us unique is the versatility on one machine to be able to offer three modalities. It's a rower, it's a reformer, it's a strength trainer. It performs 500 plus exercises. We have eight different class categories on our app. And so we really lean into versatility and being unique and being different. And that goes to our strategy. Taylor and I are very, very great at following our vision and being strategic. Uh, we're never going to try to grow too fast and we want to make sure again, and it goes back to our core value that we always focus on the client. What are their needs? What are their wants? How can we provide more for them with a less footprint? And that's exactly what the strength machine does. The average user comes onto our platform. They take three to four classes within their first month. And then as the 90 day trial comes up on our subscription, they are doing four different class categories. They're working out 14 times per month and they're taking classes that range from rowing to Pilates to injury prevention that's actually on the platform. So I think it's all about versatility. Are here. they buying the individual equipment or are they doing it at your gyms? Actually, right now, uh, we just opened back up our group fitness studio. Mm -hmm. And so we actually have a strength machine in every single state across the country and in Canada. And so that is really nice. where our community how the heck did you get the attention of Jay-Z? Taylor, <laughs> what? Jay-Z, what, how did you do that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I, we talk about this a lot, and I think that this is a really good point to bring up in any podcast, and it's something we want to lean heavy into. There's a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of founders that are looking to raise capital, and that's a really scary thing to do. Mm -hmm. You're talking about your business up and you're you're deluding yourself you who am i going to partner with and so when taylor and i looked at each other and we were growing faster than we could keep up with literally we had back orders wait lists and we we just couldn't keep up anymore it was really about who can be a strategic partner for us and we were talking to many different vc firms and uh the reason that made marcy venture partners so great was you've got larry marcus who has the tech background you have jay brown who was the ceo of not rock nation and knows every artist you an athlete you want and then you've got the celebrity backing of jay-z and so when we looked at that specific firm uh that is who we went all in on and uh we closed around in 30 45 days it was a fast transaction i think it was just a mutual um it was just, it was perfect. It was a mutual relationship that was just perfect. It was built for each other. And what has that enabled you to do this investment? It's really enabled us to just scale and grow and obviously also build our partnerships with different athletes like Adrian Gonzalez joined the cap table as well. And really we wanted to have that attention because low impact training is very, I guess it was, it's underwhelmed. Nobody really understands what low impact training is and how beneficial it is. So we, we use these partnerships to, to grow that, to grow the method, to, un, to make people understand that this is something that they can do and it's accessible. And so we've really, you know, leaned in heavy on that. And I think it, it was true to us. Um, and this is for every entrepreneur out there listening is don't take the first deal that you get really, be really <laughs> strategic and lean heavy into it because with us, uh, you know, our success right now is, is we, we, we have so much from Marcy Venture Partners that it really helps us to operate effectively and efficiently. Don't you have to almost turn the vision on its head? People go in thinking, I'm going to have to beg for this money. They should be thinking, you know what? 
this VC is lucky if they get to invest in me. Right. That's the mentality that, you need to have because it, that, that's right. <laughs> and um, that's exactly how we are. And we always come to the pitch meetings. There's two of us and we know our verticals. We know our lanes and we always say we're here. We're not looking for money. We're looking for partnerships. And that's how we open up every single VC meeting. We're never looking for money. We're looking for partnerships and strategic partnerships who can help. Uh, carry the momentum of this company forward. Okay, you guys are going nuts here. You have now made a huge announcement launching a franchise brand. What, it's both digital and physical? How does that work? Yeah, so what we did here is we wanted to create this ultimate hybrid experience because we believe that, you know, you you can learn so much more about the products and the brand from actually experiencing it. So we built the group fitness in the back of house as well as the, the showroom aspect in front. So what we've done is take a little bit of both worlds, our, our direct-to-consumer business as well as our group fitness build business and in melding them into one. And I think what was important here is as entrepreneurs, when we were operating a group fitness studio, there's a cap. We would see 8,000 people a month, 9,000 people a month, and you hit that cap. And the only way to break apart from that is to open up more retail locations, which is very scary. It's it's really capital heavy. Costly. And so for yeah. that, we're saying, how can we solve a problem for other entrepreneurs exactly. that we faced? And so we built a model that has no cap table. We're really taking that fourth wall and breaking it down. Uh, every single member, every single franchise location will have the group fit studio concept, but they will also have a digital component. They will be able to make revenue off the digital sales, the strength machine sales. There's, there's no cap on their revenue. And that was really important to us when we launched. How much do the machines cost? So the the typical machine cost looks the basic model is seventeen fifty, and then mm -hmm. we can finance as low as thirty six dollars a month. So it's really accessible. And then they can have it in their homes, and work off the digital streaming. Exactly. Correct. We have live and on demand classes. We film two hundred hours of content per month. And so the great thing that we're really finding success in right now is the consumer is walking through the door for a group fitness studio class. They walk in and that class is being broadcasted live in real time to thousands of people all across the U.S. and Canada. So they're getting that Los Angeles in-studio experience streamed directly to their screen. And so we're seeing retention jump even higher since we've implemented this new model. I think it's really melding the two models together. You're really climbing high. Was there a point where you guys almost felt like you gave up, needed to give up, needed to say, you know what, this isn't working. Let's go back to just working at a gym and going back to our client model. Uh, Justin and I don't operate that way. When our back's against the wall, we usually thrive. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could give a different answer in that regard. But for us, any problem that we face, we really look at it as an opportunity. Exactly. This is, this is a great opportunity for us to find a solution. Uh, and it goes back to the very first thing that I talked about is just mental strength and just knowing and having the confidence and mental strength to say, I can overcome anything that gets thrown our way. And so I think that one of the lowest periods for us is that pandemic, right? when it hit mm -hmm. and we had to close our doors and there was that period of, hey, the product's not quite ready to launch. The group fitness studios are closed. Um, we're low on capital. And so we had to bet on inventory and Taylor looked at me and she said, we've done it once. Let's do it again. Let's max out all of our credit cards <laughs> and order inventory. And I said, well, inventory is going to four months to land. And she said, well, we're going to have to figure out a way to survive until then. So let's max it out and let's do it. And that's exactly what we did. And I think that was um, one of the scariest things we've had to do because that was a, a lot a of money, yes. and a lot of money um, to a product that really hadn't launched yet. 
I think one of the scariest things you'd have to do is turn to a famous athlete and say, we're not lifting weights anymore. We're going to get you <laughs> in shape without lifting weights and without running on a treadmill. How do they take that? I think for us, they first would look at me like I'm ludicrous. They'd say, what do you mean? You know, how can you possibly build strength? And, you know, strength training doesn't have to mean weight training. And we started using different types of resistance band, resistance loads, et cetera. And it's the same way that I train my body. You know, I'm 6'2", over 200 pounds. And, and people look at me like, you know, I've never touched a weight. And so that's really what it's all about is showing them. And it's a trust factor, right? And when you bring somebody in that has experience weightlifting their entire life and you change the way they approach fitness and you're very strict and stern on it it's uh it's quite the challenge but when the results speak for themselves that that message starts to spread very fast method the lit method justin taylor good luck although it doesn't feel like you guys need it so i hate you um <laughs> thank you but so much new product that we are launching in about 60 days that we feel that's going to really change the status quo of how people strength train. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, it's something that we've been working on for quite some time. I'm very excited to launch it. We are looking forward to that. And you are an inspiration from so many levels. But again, we love our listeners on Everyone Talks to Liz to really understand. I mean, imagine they spent two years putting together the actual piece of equipment, failing, starting again, uh, tweaking, pivoting, changing. This is what it takes to become truly successful. But boy, you'd say that that the climb is worth it, isn't it? it the is. climb is worth it. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. That's, the, that's our favorite part. Awesome. It's great to have you guys. Good luck. Thank, Thank you, you. My pleasure. And always my pleasure to bring you guys stories like this where people fight and they come up with just an idea and sometimes from a huge deficit, like a life-threatening accident. I mean, come on, reach for your dreams. It's worth it. It just takes time, sweat, energy, bootstrapping. But boy, the climb. Yes, think about the climb. Thanks so much for joining us. And again, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, I'm right there for you, The Claim and Countdown on Fox Biz. Want to listen ad-free? You can do it with a Fox News Podcasts Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And then Amazon Prime members, you can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app.